0: One of the things that really separates us is the fact that we don't integrate with one tool in one way. Everyone's cu- every customer's environment looks different from the data they have stored. Or-
1: Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. My twin and I are excited to continue this series where we feature the finalists from last year's channel pitch IT competition. You don't want to miss this series as we highlight the path of these incredible organizations and these thought leaders who have positioned themselves to align themselves with an industry leader in ConnectWise. In this episode, we're going to dive into a conversation with the winner of the 2022 Emerging Tech Program, part of their Pitch IT Accelerator Program that ConnectWise puts together, designed to showcase potential offerings and emerging vendors. This leader that we have today specializes in customer experience and product launches. It has been proven that positive customer experience and enjoyable onboarding process is not only A way to stand out from your competition but it shows improved loyalty and increases long-term profitability and customer experience it's also known as cx this provides a way to put your product your brand in the forefront of the mind of your clients today we're joined by cam sharkant he is the head of customer success alert ops he speaks about his platform how their solution provides real-time automated alert management and response tool for MSPs to increase the efficiency of their service desk. Cam, thank you for joining us today. How are you?
0: I am doing well. Thank you for having me on.
1: From time to time, as David and I are speaking, we'll let our audience know who's actually asking the question because uh, from now and then, we do sound alike. But if the audience forgets who asked the question, Listen to the way the question is being asked. And if it sounds eloquent and it sounds insightful, you know it was done by myself, Danny. Now, let's go ahead and get moving forward. I like to pick up my brother every now and then. We are also joined by the lead partner evangelist at ConnectWise, Charlotte. We're happy to have him on board as well throughout the series that we do in ConnectWise. Sean will be here to make sure that we are staying true and staying focused and asking the right questions that only highlights the podcast guests. As well as every now and then highlights uh, the Connectwise Pitch IT competition. Now, Cam, we understand that AlertOps is a leader in incident management and response. What we should what should we know about AlertOps? And can you tell us more about your approach to customer experience and how this one key sets you apart from other incident management solutions in the industry today?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'd say. Uh... Starting off, right, AlertOps is a response and alerting, right? Simply put, I call it on-call plus. And the reason I call it on-call plus is there's a bunch of other tools that are on the market available for you to do things like send out a text message when there is a service request or an incident that pops up. Um, Alert Ops has kind of taken that a few steps further as far as one flexibility with uh, tool sets of the ecosystem and then two points of integration. Right. And I think that's kind of enabled by flexibility. Um, One of the things that really separates us is the fact that we don't integrate with one tool in one way. Everyone's cu- every customer's environment looks different from the data they have stored or the way that they have it stored in there. So the ability to extract and interact with other tools and integration partners in the ecosystem in a way that works for our customers' organizations is really what sets us apart from the canned approach that a lot of other competitors take.
1: I really think that the way you articulated that was really insightful. I think sometimes when we have a product or we have a solution, we don't really sit down and think about these other aspects of the business. We just think, hey, I got the best product in the world. Why is it not selling? Why isn't that working? Um, I want to ask a follow-up question, and I want to understand a little bit more about how does Alert, what are Alert Ops' thoughts on machine learning and AI? What do you guys think about that? And is this something that is useful in the industry today for what you guys provide?
0: Um, so I think that AI and machine learning have a lot of value. Right. And I think that they have a lot of value in uh, various verticals from an alerting standpoint. At the moment, we actually don't leverage machine learning, right? Our uh, workflow automation, our rule sets are all really just that the rules oriented rather than a system that, that learns and then weights the probability of something. So, from AlertOps experience, especially within the MSP ecosystem and industry, that right now, there's a need for some level of visibility. There's a need for noise reduction, but that need for noise reduction is immediate, right? We need it now. We don't have six months. We don't have a year to train a model to start to get accurate. So uh, no one knows a business as well as the people that work there, right? A service test manager, an operations manager, alternatively the systems engineers. So as they can tell us exactly, what type of alerts exist, what is causing noise, it becomes a more seamless method as well as expedited method to go through and say, hey, these are the things we want to weed out. Let's pinpoint those rather than waiting X amount of time to try and get a model to be as accurate as possible for that organization.
1: Cam, this is David, and I appreciate what you're sharing about your platform, what you're trying to do, the focus that you have. It really sounds impressive. And today we know that if we can save money on that end, refining the help desk, it's going to help the company to become more profitable, more effective, and more efficient. Uh, how does Alert ops collect? Speaking of AI, how do, how do they collect and use customer feedback to improve services and enhance the overall customer experience?
0: Yeah, so there's actually a few channels for customer feedback. Um, The primary one is going to be there's obviously a feedback button within the tool, right? We want to make it as uh, easily accessible as possible. So if you notice that uh, it's nothing major even, right? This button should be Bold. I want to see it more clearly. Or alternatively, we should move the position because then I don't have to scroll as much. Anything from minor feedback to uh, more uh, advanced feedback. So we recently are uh, looking at enhancing the ability to process more complex conditions with our workflow automation engine. So um, that is one primary channel. The second primary channel is going to be via email. Right? Anyone can shoot us an email, and then we're going to prioritize that. And then the third one is. Quarterly touch bases, right? We have QBRs with all of our existing customers. And we try to ensure that we have a pulse of where their business is headed. So even if they don't have something that they have a burning need for right this second, we have a pulse on where the business is headed. We might be able to prescribe or suggest certain uh, items and recommend, hey, would this be beneficial to you down the line. So I'd say those are the primary avenues. And then we have uh, weekly product meetings to one, restructure the product roadmap, obviously from week to week, that doesn't change too much, but uh, just to make sure that we're consistently keeping our priorities up.
1: This is Danny. One of the things I heard a couple of things is you consistently have meetings, product roadmap meetings, but then also you do QBRs. There's so many times where we meet with our clients And I tell you, they don't meet with their customer until it's time to renew the contract. And they want to know why the customer has all these excuses for your price is too high. I found another IT service vendor. I find another SaaS product that's a lot better than you. And in reality, all this could have been voided if you just had regular meetings with your clients. A regular QBR where you sit down with the client and say, this is what we discovered. Here's what's happening. Clients want to know, hey, I'm paying you something and you're giving me value. Thank you for showcasing this. And I'm glad that you guys do that. It is very important, not only for IT service vendors to do that, but also for SaaS providers to do that as well. And that's fantastic. The second thing that I'm thinking when I hear you say you have your product roadmap meetings is that you're taking customer feedback. You're taking what is important to them and you're building it into the roadmap. I can tell you so many times I've been part of organizations in the past where the development team will set out the 12, 24, 36 roadmap out of products and features without any input from any of their customers or any of their clients. And they want to know, why are we losing market share quarter after quarter? And that's the number one reason. So it seems to me that you guys have all this put together. And As you being the head of the customer experience team, how are you able to take your thoughts the client's thoughts provide leadership to people who don't report to you because they're on the development team or anything else. How do you provide that leadership and how do you get everybody on the same page? What well, ultimately will allow alert us to stay on top, but also make sure the clients are happy going forward.
0: So uh, I'll say this, right? Um, starting with the QBR uh, piece of things, it was not easy to get all our customers to agree to QBRs. Predominantly because the way that our product works is set it and forget it, right? They're outside of a change to an on-call schedule. Not much is going to happen in the next two quarters as far as you modifying your uh, monitoring stack, or your PSA tool substantially. So we really needed to kind of drive home the fact that our product is gonna be a byproduct of your vision. So uh, being able to emphasize that was the first piece, right? So we needed to make sure that we were providing some value through the QBRs and our customers were aware of that so that they would actually Be willing, because a lot of the times, hey, yeah, I mean, it's working well for us. No need to talk this week. Well, let's catch up before the renewal. Well, no, we got some stuff we want to get from you. We got some stuff that we want to build for you. Right. And being able to convey that was step one so that we could get an accurate pulse on customer feedback. Um, now, beyond that, as far as the way that Alert Ops works as an organization, I'd say that we're fairly close, at least the experience side of things, as well as the product side of things. So even in the case that we don't have a, let's say, one week we skip the product roadmap meeting, that doesn't mean that we have not all interacted with each other at least five times throughout the course of the so, uh, I think that it helps to have a larger forum to make sure everyone's on the same page, but we normally operate in such a cohesive manner, we're fairly tight knit, that it nothing comes out of the blue. There's no product feature or feature request that's going to be necessarily a curveball that no one else would expect.
1: We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why at Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. for all your event needs, let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Optimize how you spend. Save and grow your money with the Millionaire Me app. Millionaire Me was designed to help Gens X, Y, and Z become after-tax millionaires in retirement even if you haven't started saving you can get started get all the tools that you'll need in one easy to use app to get you toward your goal of retiring as a millionaire so remember pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire go to the app store download the app to get started and even now you could join in their campaign this month entitled the march forward savings challenge get started and learn How to Become That Millionaire. This is David Cam, and I will share that this energy that you bring in, the excitement you're talking about, I love it. It's it's really something that I've shared in all my trainings, that if you come across as boring, I'm not interested. I don't care how good of a product you have. How great of a service you think you have and what it can do for my company, you don't seem excited i don't want to get into it, so you're excited, and part of what I love is introductions and Sean introduced you to us, he said, "Look dave we've got some great people you've got to meet these pitch competition finalists will blow you away. They are passionate about their products, they're passionate about what they're doing, and you've brought it today and I love that and so I want to shift gears to talk about that. Tell us mm-hmm. about your experience in." Pitch IT. Tell us about what you came out of that with and what it's done for Alert Ops.
0: Uh, Pitch IT was huge, right? And I cannot praise ConnectWise for putting together. And Sean, uh, Louis, Andrea, everyone on that team, right, uh, has helped us so much. It's been phenomenal. And I'll say that I've always been a huge proponent of Shark Tank's. Uh, so uh, when uh, Pitch IT was kind of brought to me, I wasn't even the first individual from AlertOps that was a primary participant. I was kind of thrown in uh, into the mix a little bit uh, after it had started. But when he said incubator, then there's a pitch competition. I thought, ooh, Shark Tank. All right. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Um, but more than the competition, what really was the value was for us as an organization were the sessions and the community right? As far as the training sessions, the way that we envision how we're going to articulate our product in the best way that is received by the MSP community. We know what we do well. And I've I've mentioned this before on other talks with Sean, we know what we do well. That doesn't mean we're communicating it effectively to our uh, potential customer base. So being able to narrow down that verbiage, the vernacular, as well as the value that we are driving was pretty huge for us. And then beyond that, uh, the ecosystem. It really is a community. And I think ConnectWise has done such a phenomenal job of bringing together vendors. Even though we were all uh, competing at certain points, Sean would try to get us to butt heads, but we weren't, right? We were working together. We were bouncing ideas off each other. So overall, I'd say it was learning and community for us.
2: That's a true statement, by the way. I literally sat on live streams when they were, when I'd have them on them together and I'd have to remind them, like, you know, you guys are competing. You should probably say, talk some sort of trash. And, like, they'd like, <laughs> and they would all be like, okay, you know what? He created a great product. I'm like, that's not talking. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Is it, maybe maybe it's my Pittsburghese or something. Like you're not understanding what I said. So let me get my Google translator out and it can tell you what I said. And, and it happened often. It happened far too often for my taste. Let's just say that. I, like, I was like, can somebody please, for the love of God, say something.
1: Yeah, This, uh, this is Danny, and I, I, I'm with you, Sean. I think sometimes we need to um, kind of push that envelope to really get mm-hmm. people going and get, get in this nudge them a little, specifically when you're in a competition. But it was interesting to hear this other aspect that they really respected each other enough that they complimented each other.
2: Uh, absolutely. absolutely. So let me ask
1: you this, Sean. Since you since you're since you're uh, had a chance to talk about the competitors, uh, Sean, what are, impressed you about AlertOps, and what was the main reason why you think that they had the edge, which allowed them to win the competition? Because he uh, can may not tell you why, right? Because you know they're trying to be friends with everybody. But you tell me, you tell our audience, what was it uh, that impressed you about AlertOps, and then what do you think is the main reason? why they had the edge and
2: ultimately won the competition. Sure. So impressive-wise from Alert Ops, I mean, I'll get into product in a minute, but let's talk about the people and our approach, right? Uh, What Cam said, has I dealt with them extensively, obviously, over the last year at this point almost. Um, And it's all spot on with the amount of um, closeness they have, the amount of engagement between each other. Uh, understanding where the direction of the product is going to go, but also listening to the people. Actually, we had a conversation recently about the fact that they'll do, they'll even with prospects, they're already taking feedback on what they can improve on from when they evaluate. Okay, and and they're actually implementing these changes or these these enhancements or whatever it may be. Now, I would say a lot of times that becomes a very it's a deterrent for growth and scalability because sometimes you, you've we've all been in it where you get so on one client and you're almost desperate that you're doing all these enhancements and stuff for that, for maybe a dollar, which isn't scalable. Also you can't grow, but like so far, they've done a really nice job at being able to assess what is, and what is not a viable option to work on. Right. Um, They're very transparent about it. So the cut their prospects and customers know all the time. So that's, that's one thing that's impressive just in general, their daily operations, but through the competition itself. Yeah. Cam came in late Um, alert ops didn't. I didn't even know who cam was. And then all of a sudden there's cam. Um, and, you know, and I'll say, I'll give, I'll give credit to Cam and to the company. Cam is very humble about things and has no problem asking questions and admitting the fact that he doesn't know what the hell he's even doing at that moment. He's like, what do I do? Right. Which is a very hard thing for all of us to say is like, we, we, we all want to be the expert, right? We all want to say we got it covered, but all of a sudden you realize sometimes you're out of your depth because you have not even been in that part of the water. Right. So a lot, you know, Cam did uh, one thing is when Cam got engaged. We start, he started to be able to pitch the product, his pitch, his positioning. He took feedback. He was able to pivot quickly to be able to talk about what the hell they do. Because again, back to your your baby's never ugly. Sometimes when you talk about it, you you get in the in the trend. You're like so myopic when you talk. You think you got a surefire pitch, in reality you may not be addressing the majority. You're almost you're almost addressing the minority at that point. And once you only address the minority, you're not going to get the business you need. Now, Cam did crush on stage. He did very well. They were very, they were a very prepared group. Um, I don't recall him having any questions, he wasn't able to answer with a real answer, not some fluff BS answer that never really got to us answer, you know, but literally was able to going back to one of my favorite books is they ask you answer. I really believe in that because at some point you cannot fluff what you're saying. You cannot spin in circles. You have to eventually say yes or no. If you if your answer, if your response doesn't lead to a yes or no, regardless you haven't really answered the question, right? So I totally believe in that. Now, he was able to do it. He's very, and you can tell Kim's a very good speaker. He's very articulate. Uh, so delivering an, an impactful message wasn't, wasn't a challenge for him. Um, now, what I would say as far as the judges themselves, speaking it is great. Being able to articulate it is extremely important because if you don't, nobody knows what the hell you're talking about, right? But also the fact that the offering from Alert Ops was the winner, the number one, the first place winner for this, And, and my opinion, because I don't ask the judges, I let them do, I I stay away from it because I want a plausible deniability, innocence. I don't want any of that stuff, right? I don't want to be far involved. Um, When I look at solutions as a salesperson for growth, and this is what investors are looking at, right? Is growth, not one-offs. Alert ops provides a a daily need, you know? So, and, and it applies to the majority of the people that are in the space. There's really not an MSP that, can't, that sh- can't and should not use our product, right? I mean, and it doesn't matter the size again, whether it's a three-man shop or it's a 300-man shop is irrelevant. This is a day-to-day need. It's almost like having water, right? It's the difference between water and soda. Which one do you have every day? Got to get That's that all. water. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a mass market yeah. appeal. It is. It's yeah. actually It solves a problem and a challenge every for every single day use.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. This is David. And I appreciate you sharing that, Sean. And what I love when I see organizations present who they are, what they're about, the value that they bring. Number one is the clarity that they present the message and the confidence in which they share that message. And it sounds mm-hmm. like literally Cam did that. Cam, mm-hmm. let me turn this back on you a little bit here. We we asked about your experience there, but talk about this sense of how you've grown in your speaking i've delivered thousands of messages and i'll tell you i learned something every time and it's about those micro adjustments those micro changes but at the same time it's about the confidence in my mindset i'm learning i'm growing i'm more at ease when i get on stage i know i have a message to deliver that people are going to receive that so talk about what you learned about yourself and what you're continuing to learn about yourself the more you take the stage We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jakovitz of pauljakovitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit pauljakovitz. That's paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you.
0: So I'm a I'm a product nerd, right? And uh, I clearly don't have a problem talking. So if you get me started talking about my product, I won't shut up. And that's one thing that I needed to fix, right? Uh, Not everyone happens to be a nerd like me. And a lot of people want to know how this actually provides value to their business. So that was kind of the first habit that I needed to break out of. Um, And then on top of that, it's uh, funny, David, that you mentioned like the minutia, right? Because that's what I'd always get stuck on. I would find myself fumbling over uh, words just because I was worried about the exact word that would fit well in that particular area. And over time, I realized that doesn't really matter. Are you able to effectively communicate your message that you're intending to communicate? And does it receive or is it received well by the uh, audience? And uh, I, I guess... You know, get out, getting out of my own head with respect to not stressing over the little things, and then also, shut up a little bit about the product, and then start talking about value. Were probably the two biggest takeaways for me.
1: This is Danny, and as you were articulating that, and Sean was telling you how humble you are, and how you don't have a problem saying "I don't know" and things like that. Uh, obviously, being the head of customer experience at an organization that's growing really rapidly, growing really fast, has a great need in the market today and a great fit, uh, I saw that as well, what leadership books or what are you doing to add to your leadership style? Because what I've heard in the beginning, the QBRs, the product team getting together, being able to map out what the customers uh, are asking for, being able to build that, suggestive in a nice way to get the development team to build that into the platform. Obviously, you've learned how to work amongst different teams, get rid of the silos, as well as in a humility type of aspect, be able to get people to want to follow and implement sudden thoughts that you have from the customer experience platform side of the, the customer experience side of the platform. How are you doing all of this? Was this something you just learned overnight? Was it something that you learned culturally? Was it a book you've read? Was it some leadership uh, points that you've received over the years from great leaders? What was all of that that built up to who you are today that you were able to basically bridge the gap between different cells, different units, to allow alert ops to continue to grow at the rate that it's growing?
0: So uh, definitely, I've taken a uh, just a couple of courses to make sure that I am up to snuff. But then on top of that, right, I've gone down the YouTube rabbit hole with respect to product management, customer success. But beyond that, one of my favorite uh, podcasts is uh, by ProfitWell. It's called Retention Talk a huge fan of it. I think that they bring on a lot of customer success managers, as well as product managers uh, from various startups to discuss what type of challenges they've overcome and how they've managed to overcome those hurdles throughout the course of the growth process. So I definitely think that that is a resource that I would recommend as well, in the case that you're looking to expand uh, your knowledge as well as just stay up to date with how different companies are solving issues with customer experience.
1: Cam, this is David. It actually speaks to not only who you are, but the mindset you have for your organization. You have to keep learning. I mean, technology is changing so fast. We have to be on the edge ourselves if we're going to provide the best solutions for our clients. And if you aren't growing, how shape, how could you put out that vision for your organization you say, we've got to keep growing. And I love that you've done that. I love that you say, look, I've taken classes. I've listened to podcasts. I'm trying to find ways to keep myself on the edge. And this is why it's important to keep investing in yourself. And this is why you invested in the pitch competition. This is why, Connect, why I saw that and they're investing in you. And so this is why it's so important. I, I want to ask Sean, um, In terms of the ongoing pitch IT competition, uh, is there anything you want to share for the listening audience about that? I know that there are still opportunities to get involved. Is there anything you Mm want to share about ConnectWise as a whole? that our listening audience should know because platforms like this are needed. It's needed because there's so many great ideas out there, so many great organizations out there that sometimes they just need that assist. And that's what you guys are doing out there with this competition. But Sean, what are your thoughts on uh, the Pitch IT and anything that you want to share regarding ConnectWise?
2: Sure. So as you've already stated, the fact that Pitch IT itself is a, is an emerging technology um, competition, period, right? Um, and I would say that, If you are a vendor, even if you're unsure, you should apply. It's a free application. It's free to be in the program. Don't be ridiculous. I mean, take advantage of it, right? That's one thing. And and the application process is open right now. The application period is now. uh, And it will end at the end of April. So you still have a month and a half over, about a month and a half to do this, right? Uh, We we are looking for companies that are looking to work with partners. Whether you're selling directly to them or selling through them is irrelevant. As long as you're working with partners and you're providing a viable solution. Now, Again, as I mentioned, it's free to be involved in the program, and and Cam can attest to it. Feel free to ask him the question of how the results were for them between growth. We did a we did we did a growth exercise around this before pitch it after pitch it. You know, again, it's one thing to learn all the nuts and bolts and get a better understanding of things. It's another to execute. Okay, so the incubator program is about experience, education, and whatnot, but actually most importantly what it is it's an execution practice it is literally application to this doing webinars like this work on people speak right get them used to talking about what they have going on so they understand what they're saying make sure they start getting clarification and also get some exposure to the audiences a lot of these guys these men and women that haven't had exposure they don't know how to they don't know how to penetrate the market they they know they have to they don't know where to go right so this gives them the ability to do that also connectwise has doubled down on this we did put the prize money in, right? So first place, you know, their ops won $70,000, right? But not only did they win $70,000, we have an actual project planning that takes place for where their investments should go. Again, most of these people that have started companies, like Cam said, product nerd. Almost all the owners were or are currently MSPs, okay? So they're tech guys typically, right? So growth is not their... When they think of growth, they think of cold call selling and they break out in hives and sweats, right? That's what they do instead of just thinking about the rest of it, right? However, again, if you're looking to figure out how to navigate a space, ConnectWise has the largest community in the MSP space. We know that, okay? If you're trying to figure out how to strategically set yourself apart and and tactically approach, this program helps you. We help you. We work with you. You make all the right connections. But again, because you're trying to figure out where the hell to go and what to do, that's what we do with you. Okay, not to mention, we also offer discounts for sponsorship if you're in the Pitch It program to sponsor our events. So if you're trying to save money because most of you are bootstrapped and you're counting your pennies, you should definitely be taking advantage of that. All right, so, and yeah, back to the whole collaboration piece too, something to really probably shed, shed some light on. Uh, one thing Pitch It represents and, commu- and ConnectWise is really representing in this case is, is having the ability for everybody to work together for the common good of the partner, as I mentioned before, right? that's the need. When we look at these vendors, it is important that they can uh, integrate with us, but also be able to collaborate and play well together for the betterment of the partner. So uh, what I would say I was impressed with, I did want them to all talk smack on each other. Right? I did want them to compete, uh, but it didn't work really well because they're all way too nice and too respectful and love each other. But also we stressed the collaboration piece. We wanted to make sure they were able to grow together. And I I came to them Almost on the 11th hour and said, Hey, there's an available slot at IT Nation Connect for a pre-day sponsorship to you guys. And I and I launched, I said it to the whole, to the whole team to, to all the competitors. Um, and and the three finally said, well, we're sponsoring anyway. We're gonna be there. We will love to be able to to collaborate further and and tell people about this. One thing I will I will say this about all three of the of the companies, they were in education mode for the partners, more so before they worried about selling, which is to me, it's a very important piece. Uh, I want to make sure that I give you what you need to make an informed decision, not just shove something down your throat and you purchase, right? Because that never goes well. They were also in an education mode for themselves too, because they were learning how to do this the dynamic, right? Um, so they all agreed to sponsor uh, together and take a pretty on together where they came up with their stuff. Uh, I, I like to kick this over to Cam though. You know, Cam, I, when I came to you, bought it, you, you you didn't you guys didn't hesitate. So I'd like you to give your talk about why not and your experience around it.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, so when you brought it up, Sean, we were like, all right, more visibility, awesome, let's jump onto it. But then it was really when we started talking to uh humanize it, started talking to Bonahai, that I think that the collaboration piece came into play. If we really wanted to, the easiest way out was Let's give everyone a siloed presentation of what our product is, how it helps them, and then move on to the next one, right? But it wasn't a list; it wasn't just uh, moving from one to the next. The first thing that we popped up, uh, that popped up as an idea in that discussion between us was, hey let's talk about how our products can work together from a process standpoint and how that goes back to ConnectWise. So uh, immediately, I think that one, the group of individuals, right, uh, from both the other companies, well as LearnOps, were very in tune with collaboration and wanted to showcase cohesive process. But also, I think that because we're all under that framework right and kind of your terminology mothership of connectwise we wanted to showcase exactly what a customer can experience in the case they were to implement all of these emerging vendors into their tech stack so that uh, collaboration was really beneficial one from an education standpoint, like you're mentioning but then two. Also, just for ideas for ourselves, right? We were educating people while at the same time educating ourselves. Hey, this is another way we can approach the market. Or if someone has gone high-end alert ops or humanize IT and alert ops, maybe we can uh, help them with an additional value add. Right? The one plus one maybe three in the case you have uh, two of pitch IT vendors. So I, I thought that overall it was a great experience.
2: Absolutely, and and I would say because. I, I was uh, honored they asked me to MC it for them. And really, I, I really didn't have any value there. Let's be clear. I basically was there for like dad jokes, um, especially when I was amongst a bunch of very brilliant people, right? And I literally think, I think I said something along those lines. I was, I'm was like, hey, I'm Sean Lardo. I'm the, you know, I'm the evangelist here at Wise. I run the, the picture program as my baby, but I was able to sit in this for the day. And again, I've spent so many years talking about stack alignment. You know, we all have anybody's been in the space, whether you're a partner or a vendor, the question is always, how do we match up? How does it work? Is it going to be okay? You know, because it is a real issue and it was so nice that they were able to showcase exactly how I believe that you should, if you have a product, you can't rely just on ConnectWise Mothership, right? Because you do have partners that don't use us, but to be able to show this as a standalone, cohesive offering individually an offering and then also the overall overarching offering with the mothership connect wise too because you have to appeal to the majority not to minority again and and they did a they did a flawless job of being able to showcase that because they all represent different needs all one commonality need which is msps being able to constantly stay in production business continuity is key right and growth is essential and you need all these tools to be able to maintain that stuff but then on the other side exactly that which is they were able to show how they could do it in a way that was going to be effective for them as a cohesive unit, as a stack, almost its own stack alignment without talking to other companies.
1: This is Danny. And as you guys are sponsoring this and Sean is giving you guys that thumbs up, a discounted opportunity to sponsor. Don't forget to subscribe and listen to the twins talk tech leadership podcast. And also to sponsor our podcast series so we we can continue to bring on amazing leaders like Cam to our program. We're excited because of the fact that not only has ConnectWise built and put together a program to highlight amazing leaders, amazing products, that's going to benefit the largest MSP community in the industry in the world today. And if you guys want to apply, if you are interested in applying, as Sean said, it's very simple, application. We want to encourage you, please apply go to connectwise.com slash the IT Nation slash Pitch It. Apply today. And if you get accepted to the program, you're going to be able to receive amazing coaching from past winners, from ConnectWise leadership team, as well as coaching from David Suk brown as well. Because David's <laughs> going to actually be a coach this year and helping to make sure that all leaders have the confidence they need to be able to speak in public, speak on stage, but yet get their brand in front of the people who want to hear it and learn it the most. So we're excited about that. Now, we want to thank Cam for joining the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. We understand from hearing his voice today, hearing his excitement today, that is the reason why AlertOps had the edge and they're able to win. Yes, he came on later during the whole transition of, of this process for the pitch IT competition, but you can tell immediately through his humility, through his experience, that he was able to help Alert Ops shine. So, if you're looking for a simple SaaS based solution that enables your organization to improve issue notification, escalation, and time to resolution process through incident response automation, you better reach out to Cam. You can find Cam at LinkedIn.com slash IN slash K A M A L E S H slash. S-R-I-K-A-N-H, and then you can also send them an email at K M L E S H uh, at alertops.com. Don't forget to put the S after the H, and then you can go to visit alertops.com. So if you're interested, as we said earlier, apply today. We had a chance to have Cam come up, talk about the reason that they applied to the, the Pitch IT competition, how they won. And then because of the customer experience aspect, that CS aspect, it's allowed alert ops to not only stay up front, but to continue to grow and meet the needs of their clients due to the feedback that they're receiving. So go online, apply to connectwise.com slash itnation dot slash itnation and slash pitch it. We're excited to have you today, Cam. Thank you for joining the Twins Talk Tech uh, Leadership Podcast. And Sean, thanks for bringing amazing, people onto our program. Everybody go make it a great day. Thanks all. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe, download, and share this program. Learn about sponsorship opportunities and become featured on our program. Follow us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Be sure to also give our other program Twins Talk It Up a listen as well. We will see you next time in the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership.